0: ninjas calling all ninjas it's time for lime ninja
1: radio today on lime ninja radio so I've been open
0: to supporting the physiology for the last 22 years as opposed to giving anti this and anti that because whenever you stop processes in the body you're you're going to have adverse reactions. Because the body is trying its best to to function,
1: to keep you healthy. This podcast is sponsored by the Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. I'm so excited to tell you about our new Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. One of the things I hear over and over again, whether it's talking to a patient in my office or consulting over the phone with a client, is just how difficult it is to keep track of progress on their Lyme journey. Recording symptoms daily, or even weekly, gives them too many data points. There are so many ups and downs, twists and turns, that at some point, they get lost and confused. The Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker takes all the guesswork out of tracking symptoms with a simple monthly questionnaire. Once a month is the perfect interval to see if that new supplement or protocol is working. Right now, when you take the Symptom Tracker questionnaire, we give you a simple composite score for the month. But we have big plans and the data you enter will not be lost as we roll out new features. Best of all, it's free. Just head on over to LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker and sign up. That's LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker. You'll be glad you did. Join us every Thursday on iTunes for the latest episode of Lime Ninja Radio. Hello, I'm your host, McKay Rippey, and this is episode number 248 with Beth Shirley. Also, welcome our show producer and the brains behind Lime Ninja Radio, Aurora.
2: Hello, and in this episode, you will learn three main things. Why nitric oxide is important to your health, how nitric oxide is for more than just your heart, and how to increase nitric oxide with nitrates.
1: Thanks, Aurora, and a big shout out to all you longtime Lime Ninjas. You're the reason we have more than half a million downloads. Aurora and I really appreciate you tuning in. And we'd like to welcome all you new listeners out there. Welcome to Lime Ninja Radio. You're now officially a Lime Ninja.
2: And as you know, Lyme disease is an international problem. Each week we have listeners join you from all over the world. This past week we've had listeners tune in from Arona, Spain to Annandale, Virginia.
1: Thanks, Aurora. Tell us a little bit about... Today's guest, Beth Shirley.
2: Beth Shirley is the executive director of the Berkeley Life Science Advisory Board. She started her career as a pharmacist, but when she saw the people who came to her not get better, she was inspired to look beyond pharmaceuticals. She became known as a pharmacist to go to when you don't want a prescription. She discovered the science around nitric oxide and how fundamental it is to human health, which led her to where she is now.
1: I met Beth at Bob Miller's Toxic Conference out in Denver, and we exchanged some emails before that, and she's a wealth of information, and we share a passion for nitric oxide. We both believe it is a fundamental molecule in health, and when it's deficient, All kinds of problems can crop up. Basically, the body loses its ability to communicate at one level. So we think about the nervous system as one way the body communicates, hormones as one way the body communicates, but these gas signalers, nitric oxide is one of them, are another critical communication factor. And when there's not enough, then all hell breaks loose it's one of the reasons why if you're struggling i guarantee nitric oxide is dysregulated so that's why we want to talk about it so this is one of the reboot levels on our lime journey path you need to get your nitric oxide in order whether it's being uncoupled or whether it's just not being produced you need to figure that out with your health practitioner and that'll go a long way to setting the stage where you can then recover Speaking of that, if you're interested in a graphic representation of our Lyme journey, we've got it on our website. It's free. Just go to LymeNinjaRadio.com, click on the extras button, and you'll see a download link there. It walks you through the nine steps and the three phases that you will go through in recovering from Lyme, so you won't be surprised. And remember, always have a plan B. All right. Here is our interview with nitric oxide expert, Beth Shirley. Hello, Beth. This is McKay Rippey from Lime Ninja Radio. Hi, McKay. It was so great to meet you in person, finally, at Bob's conference. And I'm very excited to talk with you about nitrates and nitric oxide and i know you have a particular interest in bh4 and how that affects the nitric oxide synthase enzyme and also this alternative pathway that some people may or may not know about that's basically dietary or can be supplemented and how that helps regulate this whole system but before we dive into all this technical stuff and we will we will explain this in ways that people can understand i promise we won't just totally geek out here why don't you how did you get interested in nitric oxide because it's kind of a funny i mean it's been it's it's a famous molecule but it's in the nutrition world where we live it's a little bit weird people tend to focus on other things how'd you get interested in nitric oxide
0: well, nitric oxide affects virtually every single physiological function in our bodies. And back in 2010, I was working with Nathan Bryant while we developed the NEO40 lozenge, which is a nitrite-based lozenge. So I, I, I've been working in the nitric oxide space now for for about nine years, just connecting it with just about everything that goes wrong in our body from hormone imbalance to cardiovascular disease to cognition impairment to erectile dysfunction it's connected with everything
1: and where did you discover it i mean like what were you doing in the come around and you say oh my goodness this is important the
0: time well i'm a compounding pharmacist and a certified clinical nutritionist by trade. I was a pharmacist for 20 years and you go into pharmacy thinking you're going to be helping people and helping them be healthy. But I just noticed people kept coming back and they were sicker and sicker and on more drugs and more drugs. So in 1996, I started learning to be a certified clinical nutritionist. And got my certification in 1997, and became the pharmacist to go to if you didn't want to get on drugs, or if you wanted to get off of the drugs. So that's so awesome.
1: The non-medication pharmacist. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I had a never-ending source of people that didn't want to go down that path.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: So I've been open to supporting the physiology for the last 22 years as opposed to giving anti-this and anti-that because whenever you stop processes in the body, you're, you're going to have adverse reactions because the body is trying its best to, to function and to keep you healthy. So there's reasons why this inflammation goes crazy. and we got to address those reasons instead of just stopping processes.
1: From where I sit, that's such an obvious idea, right? And at the same time, it's 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 very, very profound. And your background as a pharmacist, that's not what pharmacology, that's not what modern medicine, is all about and how how come they don't see it the way you just described it I and mean, you've got a foot in both worlds which is really unusual
0: all i can say is 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 money
1: so if there's no I money involved you think would go in it. a uh, yeah you, you really think it's that simple huh that pernicious
0: well It's money, and I don't know if you you want to talk about quote-unquote conspiracy theories. I I think that the powers that be actually don't want us to be healthy, Mm. don't want us to be able to think clearly and have voices and when we're all on medications, we're, we're not thinking clearly.
1: Isn't that the truth? Now, there are lots of people, I'm, I'm agnostic on that. I'm open to that, but I, I'm, I haven't come all the way over to thinking it's a full-blown conspiracy. But it sure looks like one. <laughs> you <laughs> Doesn't know, it?
0: I've been yeah. behind the counter since 1975, you know, I've it it didn't start off this way but with it and with the so, advent of the the antidepressants in changing mm-hmm. how people connect with their spirits i've seen just a lot of changes
1: yeah those are those can be horrible horrible drugs that is for sure that's for sure. So then, so people, it's funny. You tell the story about people keeping coming back to you, getting their prescriptions refilled and not getting better, and something tugging on your heart, tugging on your spirit, saying there's got to be a better way. One of my acupuncture teachers told a very, very similar story. He was out in San Francisco, and at that point, legally, they needed front men and women for the acupuncturist. So they needed doctors to see the patient. So the, the patient would come in, they'd see the doctor, he'd ask a few questions, and he'd run to the back room and ask the master acupuncturist, what point should I do, right? So he was doing this for several months, and this woman kept coming back, and I think she had some sort of inner ear problem. And finally, uh, the, my my teacher's name was Dr. Hague Ignatius, Doctor Ignatius said, "Isn't there something else we can do for this woman so she doesn't have to keep coming back?" And the master acupuncturist, his eyes lit up, and said, "Oh, you want to cure her?" (laughs) Yeah. He said, "I thought I thought in this clinic what we were doing is trying to keep people coming back so we could make money." Yeah. He said, "If you want to cure her, you need to do the this treatment," and that blew dr Ignatius's mind and he got really curious about acupuncture that because he started seeing totally different results they they weren't palliative right and i, th- well, I think that's that's what you're exactly. getting at
0: exactly those drugs don't cure
1: no they don't they don't and and at at best they they help and do little harm but at worst they're mm. they're, they're they're just killing I don't know.
0: people yeah yeah, I don't know about
1: the little harm. harm. Yeah, well, s- s- some of them have a little harm. I do have patients on on some some meds, but but they're uh, anyway. We we don't want. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to go too too down this pathway. But it's yeah, it's it's so tough. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because in the Lyme world, and people will stake their flag. On each side of it. And again, I'm an agnostic. My mind is whatever. I'm a clinician. Whatever works. If antibiotics work for you, great. If they stop working for you, stop taking them and try something else. You know, I, I don't have a point to prove. And I think any good clinician shouldn't. You know, if standing on your head and waving chicken feathers works, then stand on your head and wave chicken feathers. I agree. But where? are how, how we, we Yes. <laughs> with,
0: okay. With with antibiotic therapy, there's a huge increase in leaky gut.
1: Yes, that's and you, the downside. If you,
0: if you support the antibiotic therapy with nitrate supplementation, you will actually decrease the leaky gut. You will decrease the zonulin, the occludin, so you can actually protect the tight junctions in the intestinal tract by giving a nitrate supplementation with those antibiotics.
1: It's interesting to me that a lot of the thinking on nitric oxide and essentially the nitrates are are part of the, they're feeding the pathway, one of the pathways that makes nitric oxide, that it actually opens up like the blood-brain barrier, and it opens up the tight junctions in there because, oh, it's a a vasodilator, right? It's a dilator, and it's doing that. When, in fact, there's that regulatory function that you talked about, that it helps improve the permeability and helps restore the function of it. And that's, I think, one of, you know, say nitric oxide's involved with everything, and I agree 100% and i i play when i attend a conference i play a game i call it nitric oxide bingo and whatever the person's talking about i just google on my phone or on my computer nitric oxide and whatever they're talking about and inevitably you know 20 papers will will come up that show the the relationship between the topics nitric oxide is got its finger in every function in the body and if and if your levels aren't appropriate, so they can be too high and too low, there's a sweet spot for sure. And the sweet spot's gonna change depending on whether you're actively fighting an infection or not. So if it's not in the sweet spot, then you're then you're gonna be in trouble in many ways. And it's not simply a matter of not being able to perform sexually or or high blood pressure, like you said. And so it's involved with our ability to form memories. It's involved with our ability to not be depressed. It's involved with our ability to sleep properly. It's involved with with resolving inflammation. It's involved with killing off viruses. And just, like you said, just goes on and on and on because it's a signaling molecule, right? Right. You know, that's, and well, yes, uh, kind of yes and no, because it does have some direct effects. But primarily, if you think of it more as a signal than as a substance uh, being used, then you start to get the idea, okay, this is why it has so much importance. And you you mentioned earlier, you're doing work with uh, uh, Dr. Brian about the nitrite and the nitrate. Will you explain... Of folks, what what exactly that is? Because we usually nitric oxide, we think of it as being formed by enzymes in the body. There's there's certain enzymes in the body that will make nitric oxide, but there's this whole separate pathway that really isn't there by accident. It's not something that's kind of in the background that we're taking advantage of. It's really at the center of eating healthy. So if we eat healthy, we really give this nitrate nitrate nitric oxide pathway the raw material it needs and you talk about supplementing it too and that really can accelerate this pathway or bring it back to life uh, because so so many people's diets do, do the opposite so tell us a little bit about this pathway and why it's so important
0: well There's two main pathways on making nitric oxide, and one is through the NOS, the nitric oxide synthase enzyme pathways, and this uses arginine to feed into this NOS enzyme system to make nitric oxide. However, this pathway is affected by a myriad of factors. One. Is age. By the time we're forty, this NOS enzyme works around fifty percent. By the time we're sixty, it functions around fifteen percent. There's another pathway, the nitrate to nitrite to NO pathway, that is supported through. Eating nitrate-rich veg- veggies, arugula, celery, spinach, beets, or nitrate supplementation. And this, we absorb the nitrates, circulate around. About 25% get concentrated in the salivary glands. We've got some good anaerobic bacteria in the crypts of our tongue that will reduce that nitrate to nitrite. The nitrite goes to the stomach. In the acid environment of the stomach, some of it is reduced further to nitric oxide. The nitrite is also absorbed and heads towards tissues. And we've got nitrite reductases to reduce it further to nitric oxide in specific tissues or under specific conditions. Because even being hypoxic or being acidic will actually change the nature of some of our enzymes to become nitrite reductases to increase the production of nitric oxide.
1: So let's let's pause there for a second because what you said is so very, very important and so basic that it's it's easy to, to just skip over. So, what and correct me if i'm wrong here but what you've said is so when when a tissue becomes hypoxic or even kind of in the normal function of of the blood gas exchange right so red blood cells go to the lungs they pick up oxygen they carry it to the cells they let go of the oxygen pick up carbon dioxide and then go back to the lungs and and switch things up and start it all over again so hypoxic simply means there's no oxygen or less oxygen available So this is happening within a red blood cell all the time. So there's a state of the red blood cell that's naturally hypoxic but there's a tissue state, we don't want that hypoxia. So if you're not getting enough oxygen in your brain, you're gonna pass out. If you don't have enough oxygen in your muscles, they're gonna be really sore, so forth and so on, and with all the other organs as well. So hypoxia is a dangerous condition for a tissue to be in, because it means the cells are gonna start dying eventually. Right. So that's, right, so you need the signal. So this hypoxic environment is, is a dangerous condition, And so enzymes shift in response to this, and this signaling molecule, this nitric oxide, gets produced more, which essentially, one of its major functions is to tell the blood vessels to expand and to bring in more blood, which means bring in more oxygen. So there's this whole signaling functioning. Right,
0: and to release oxygen. The red blood cell cannot even release the oxygen without adequate nitric oxide.
1: So it's stuck within, the, within the, the hemoglobin? The hemoglobin. That's crazy. So I know. So it's one thing I was Beth, I was familiar with is that carbon dioxide kind of guides uh, oxygen release and, and signals that. But can you, off the top of your head, and it's not I know it's not fair, explain that a little bit, how the nitric oxide does that? This is a little geek question that I have for Beth she's so knowledgeable
0: well increased carbon dioxide will increase the it will decrease the ph and increase the acidity of the tissue Mm -hmm. which will increase the form increase the the um production of no through these reductase enzymes
1: you know, it's, it's amazing. It's all the crosstalk, all the, the way this all works is so incredible. And can you address what nitric oxide is doing with the immune system? Because that's, I think, one of the things that gets dysregulated. We, we talk about uh, Lyme disease as down-regulating the immune system, but I don't think we can... And we usually talk about the innate immune system and... The, the natural killer cells and things like that. I'm sorry, the the, the adaptive immune system. Boy, I'm my head spinning. But nitric oxides involved with the macrophages and and in killing things early on and in continued killing, we kind of forget the innate immune system because we're so excited about, you know, all the IgGs and IgEs and IgMs and all the adaptive immunity. We forget that in the background and all the time is the innate immune system. It's not like the innate immune system goes away. And the innate immune system loves nitric oxide as a way to begin to get uh, to downregulate mitochondria within bacteria and viruses, but also to create some oxidants to help kill them. And can you talk a little bit about how that works and then how the nitrate supplementation promotes those functions.
0: The the NLS, nitric oxide synthase enzymes, have three main there are three main NLFs. There's neuronal NLS, which is NOS one, there's inducible NLS, which is NOS two, and then there's endothelial NLS which is NLS3. The inducible NOS is what the body uses to make the nitric oxide to clean up the bacteria, fungi, virus. However, this a lot of times this gets turned on and the body has a hard time turning it off. And this is where all the oxidative stress and all these free radicals come from, from just an overactive iNos Make increasing the superoxide, the peroxynitride.
1: And causing massive amounts of damage at right. the same time. So then I think you've mentioned before that nitrate can help regulate this function. How does that work?
0: The nitrate and the nitrites will actually help down-regulate the inos so there's less oxidative stress. When the, the inos is activated and it's running rampant. This will actually down regulate the neuronal NOS and the endothelial NOS so that you won't have enough nitric oxide to do all these other functions like the increasing the microcirculation or like the circulation like in the brain. So these nitrates, nitrites, will downregulate the iNOS, the overactivated iNOS, not, not um, just what the body needs to clean up the bacteria, the virus, the fungus. So it's just the overactive iNOS.
1: So that's so important and I you know we're we're talking about pathways here but when your iNOS your inducible nitric oxide your immune system nitric oxide is being overexpressed when there's too much of it that's when your joints swell up like crazy that's when you've got this migratory joint pain uh, you can have concussion-like symptoms your your brain can get swelling so when you have swelling inflammation pain heat in an area in a body that's that's one of the major things that's that's going on there and it was initially it's initially triggered to help kill an infection but as Beth is saying, when it gets, when that gets becomes a runaway train, a, a downward cycle, a reinforcing cycle, that gets too hot, and that's when it gets away from us. That's when we start having damage, and and smaller, I'm quote unquote, smaller. That's you know probably something that's also happening with people with heart damage, and and liver damage, organ damage with with. Uh, with Lyme disease, the the classic example of the runaway INOS is septic shock, right? So somebody right. gets an infection of some sort and then the body says, well, we've got to, we've got to stop the infection. And then it just goes, goes absolutely crazy. And that's when somebody dies of the flu, that's, that's what's killing them. It's not the virus that's taken over by that point. It's the body's overactive response to it that just, just spirals out of control. So this this whole idea of regulating the amount of inflammation, the amount of nitric oxide inflammation and and signaling there is is so, so critically important. Now, you talk about supplements. Can we talk about the company that you're consulting for? Sure.
0: I'm the executive director of the Scientific Advisory board for Berkeley Life Professional. And we have a product called Berkeley Life Professional NO Support, and this is a nitrate-based supplement. So, studies have shown it takes three to four hundred milligrams of nitrate to effectively decrease blood pressure or increase exercise endurance. And we have almost five hundred milligrams of potassium nitrate in this this product, which is equal to about five ounces of spinach or seven ounces of beets to make these physiological changes. The, the, The way the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet work for decreasing cardiovascular disease and increasing longevity is through the nitrate concentration of these diets. The DASH diet actually has a 1,000 milligrams of nitrate per day in it. And that's been shown to decrease cardiovascular disease. So we've got a standard amount of nitrate in the product to affect changes.
1: And then what else do you have in there?
0: We have a little bit of methylcobalamin, which supports the formation of BH4 through the MTHFR. Because BH4 deficiency is the main cause of NOS uncoupling. And what NOS uncoupling means is the NOS enzyme, instead of producing nitric oxide, it produces superoxide. And it's superoxide.
1: yeah, the tell super, us what superoxide does.
0: Superoxide increases the oxidative stress and, and the nitric oxide will actually complex with this superoxide to make peroxynitrite. These are all reactive oxygen species or reactive nitrogen species and all of these will increase oxidative stress, inflammation, damage to tissue. But see, when when the nitric oxide complexes with the superoxide to make peroxynitrite, it effectively takes the nitric oxide out of the circulation so it can't do all of these other processes that it needs to do in our body. And so this means you are effectively nitric oxide deficient. So by adding adding increased nitric oxide to this equation, you are actually going to be scavenging these free radicals and cleaning up some of this oxidative strut and protecting your endothelium. Because endothelium dysfunction is, is how cardiovascular disease starts.
1: Think about endothelial as, as, as obviously with the cardiovascular system, but endo just means inside. So anytime there's a vessel, there's an endothelium. So the lymph right. has an endothelium, right? Your kidneys have endothelium in them. So it's You get dis, you could get the dysfunction in any of those organs. So some sure. of the, the lymph stagnation that we're seeing, no doubt. I mean, I don't have proof of this. I haven't bothered to look through the papers, but I'm sure it's the same dysfunction. It's endothelial dysfunction of the lymph. So you get lymph stagnation. So you get swelling or the the immune system can't respond. The the little immune cells cannot swim through your lymph as efficiently when it's blocked off. You think you have a block, you know, 90% block in an artery going somewhere. That can be an endothelial dysfunction. You could have a similar type block in your lymph and you'd get swelling but you'd also get the down regulation of your immune system because a lot of your immune response begins in the lymph they're the lymph the lymphatic immune cells that migrate back and forth through there so it's this endothelial dysfunction that beth is talking about is a big deal and that's when we also get to this these alternate pathways that she's talking about that's that's so exciting is when you're providing the nitrate and nitrite to these areas and because there's a lack of blood flow and there's hypoxia or there's an acidic environment there, the nitric oxide will get, I'm sorry, the nitrate will get converted into nitrate and nitric oxide nitrites, and nitric oxide i've i've got that a little mixed up in there beth but forgive me the, the the bottom line is the same the nitric oxide is created and that opens things up again and gets the blood flowing again and uh creates a little uh gets rid of the acidity brings the ph uh back up makes it a little bit sweeter for all you gardeners out there and gets the oxygen back going again and right. things flowing and it's so very, very important. You know, we talk about not being able to heal without sleep, but without flow, right? Without blood flow, without, without microcirculation, flow. We, we can't heal either. You yeah, can't you heal, can't heal. Period. Yeah.
0: No, and, it's and so, all so very brain Fog and and not being able to think clearly. Yeah, you, you've got to have microcirculation in the brain to be able to think. You've got to have oxygen delivery. You've got to have glucose delivery. Nitric oxide is the molecule that allows the GLUT4 receptor to have insulin bring glucose into the cell. Without adequate nitric oxide, you can't bring the glucose into the cell. The brain needs glucose. The brain needs oxygen. And I know when when you're chronically ill, you can't think well.
1: Brain fog is such a massive problem in the Lyme world. That and sleep dysregulation are probably the, the two main symptoms that I hear over and over and over again.
0: Well, the sleep dysregulation, I just read a study the other day showing how it's connected to nitric oxide also. So it plays a part in every single physiological function that goes awry.
1: We think of signaling mostly from the the nervous system. We think of signaling from the endocrine system hormones. But nitric oxide, and it's got a couple cousins in there too, some other gaseous uh, signaling molecules, But nitric oxide is really a whole nother signaling system that we're just beginning to wrap our minds around. And that's why I want to have this conversation with you, Beth, today. And you've been very generous in in sharing your time and knowledge with all of us. And I know that there are quite a few practitioners who listen to this. If they're interested more with the Berkeley uh, products and the, the test strips that are also available to test nitric oxide levels with the saliva test. How can they, who should they get hold of? That's what I want to say. Because it's not what you're, what we've talked about is not available direct to consumer. It has to go through a practitioner. But like I said, we have quite a few practitioners listening there. So I know right. there's going to be some people interested in carrying this product. How can they do that? Go
0: to Berkeley Life Professional. Dot com And Berkeley is B-E-R-K-E-L-E-Y, lifeprofessional.com. And there you can apply to have an account. And we, we sell to practitioners. However, there's a lot of practitioners out there. We just need to get this in their hands to get it out to everybody. Because I consider this a base supplement. It will make every single thing you are taking work better. Because without circulation and and healthy microcirculation, you won't get what you're taking delivered to where it needs to go. And you might even be able to get away with lower doses because the circulation is working and it's taking it where it needs to go.
1: No, just struck me when you were talking about that. We're, we think of microcirculation micro at the delivery end, right? But there's also the microcirculation at the absorption end. <laughs> absorption <laughs> right?
0: and the carrying away of debris. So when your body is trying to heal, heal it's going to be making a lot of debris that needs to be carried away. And if you're not carrying away the debris, you're causing damage there too.
1: So Beth, thank you so much for your time again. And we'll definitely have you back on so we can go deeper into this. We really, we just touched on the NOS uncoupling and kind of the whole oxidative stress that gets uh, set up when, when that occurs and how that system can go awry. And it's important to th- this whole conversation about how to put those enzymes back together I know uh, nitrate and is a big part of, of doing that and we've covered enough today to fill everybody's cup to the brim with information <laughs> so I don't want to go I don't want to go too much deeper
0: That's fine. Uh,
1: than, than we have now So I hope you're open to coming back on
0: I am thanks for having me and I'll be glad to come back on and let's dive a little bit deeper into this.
2: I was so excited when you said that you were finally interviewing a nitric oxide expert. I think I've been bugging you about that for Two a couple years? a couple at least a couple months now. It's
1: been a long time. It's hasn't like dad,
2: it? when are you gonna get a nitric oxide expert on?
1: I know I'm a nitric <laughs> oxide fanboy. If they had nitric oxide t shirts, I'd wear one. It's that bad. I-
2: that can be arranged. We don't even have <laughs> Lime
1: Ninja t-shirts. We need we need them. We had a few for a while. Anyway, don't get me started on that. There's so much to do. And just to panic you all, it's not that far f- from Halloween, which means Thanksgiving, which means Christmas, which means the new year. The year's over.
2: 2020. Have
1: you gotten everything done? We haven't. Oh, my God. Speaking of not getting things done, the Well. It's only been a couple of days since we last updated you, <laughs> and nothing has changed. So, there's nothing to report. We'll be back. Actually, the pump came in the mail, the new pump. We ordered it from Lowe's online, and they dropped it off. So, it's sitting on the kitchen table, we're, waiting to be installed.
2: Where it will continue to until the weekend. Yes.
1: So, next week, we should have big pump news, well news. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's going to be the most exciting part of the podcast. Unless you give us some feedback.
2: Suggestions and for guests? Yes. Anything? So really? we can stop talking about the well <laughs>
1: and the pump. Send your feedback to LimeNinjaRadio.com, feedback at LimeNinjaRadio.com. And if you like what we're doing here at Lime Ninja Radio, hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. And
2: if you really like what we're doing, leave us a review on your podcast app. It helps us reach more people like you. And
1: last, as you longtime Lime Ninjas know, this podcast would not be complete unless we left you with the Lime Ninja fact of the day.
2: The following is a short list of what ninjas cannot do.